Every morning feels so bad Everybody seems to nag me Coming Tuesday I feel better Even my old man looks good Wednesday just don't go We're back. Triple B Socials is back for episode two. Who would have thought? Ratings must have been good last week. That one listener that I had, my partner, she wrote, she rang in and said, put him back on, and I'm on. Well, last week I was confident not to be taken off air with any inappropriate comments. This week, I'm not so sure. I'm pretty nervous, I must admit. Thank you, Billy. Billy. <laughs> Already I'm nervous. See what I mean? Uh, I've known these gentlemen, and I use that word loosely, gentlemen, for a number of years. I guess we met... 50 plus. When we were 12 to 13 years of age, and we're all in our late 60s, and like someone said, 50 plus, you do the maths, exactly right. And the oldest one is six, will be 69 in a few more months, not, not long to go. We actually went to the same high school together. We see each other regularly, pretty, pretty much too regularly for, for our wives and partners <laughs> liking, but never mind. Uh, we've travelled together, we've grown up in the same street, we've lived together for a year till we went running home to our mummies. Um, one other major thing we've got in common, we use the same barber. Fortunately, this is not a vodcast and you can't see our shining melons. <laughs> so, welcome to Triple B Socials, Jim, Mark and Rob. How are you going, guys? Good, thanks, Bill. Yeah, good, thank good you. thanks, Billy. That's a shot. How are you feeling? You feeling nervous? Not at all. Oh, very good, because I am, I can assure you. <laughs> I would be nervous, Billy, if I was you. <laughs> I'm extremely Mark nervous. Mark is fired up over there, I can see that now. <laughs> good, good. All right. <laughs> so... I'm still trying to work out what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> growing up together, do you guys have any a particular memorable moment growing up that you can say safely on air? Well, I remember all the camping we used to go to when we were teenagers down Wilson's Prom and uh, various other places. And all, it, all the games and sports we used to play. And could Rob camp? He was very camp. Yeah. Yes, very camp. Oh, he loved it. Yeah, he loved yeah. it. Did we play commandos down there with Frank and down yeah. at the prom? Yeah, that's yeah. right. We did. Yeah, we did all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So today's cop. Uh, podcast we will discuss the AFL year ahead the 2023 AFL season so between us I've calculated we've won no Brownlows we haven't won a Coleman and we've actually won we've played zero games of AFL so as you can see we are highly credentialed to predict some outcomes of the year ahead absolute experts we are Billy we're ready so how are you guys feeling about the footy season ahead being all being Essendon supporters <laughs> well we're not uh, very optimistic as far as Essendon's concerned but uh, I personally am looking forward to the year because I think uh, it's going to be exciting up at the uh, the top eight ten teams very I don't good. think there'll be much between them so I've pumped up your ties about your knowledge of the game which is very little no no that's quite good um, now let's I'm going to test you I didn't send you out these questions so we've got a five question quiz so and see who the smartest is out of you guys so I just got to pick something up first. Sorry, guys. Here it is. I got to I got to mark down the scores, obviously. So I'm back in, in Jimmy in already. Individual scores. Oh. Yeah, individual scores, mate. Exactly. So first question. Question one point each. 
Who came equal fourth with Andrew Brayshaw in last year's Brownlow medal? Toot Miller. Bobby. I said, I said names first and Bob minus one. Minus one? <laughs> That's a good start, Marcus. <laughs> Who came equal fourth? Clayton Oliver. Name first, Jim. <laughs> Jim. Get to learn to play this game, Jimmy. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Correct. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's, that For a, a fluke. <laughs> hey, well, we're surprised about that as well. <laughs> I'm not. For a bonus point, bonus point, who came sixth? Zach Merritt. Jim, Zach Merritt. Minus one. Back to zero, Back Jimmy. To zero. <laughs> Give you a clue. Bontepelli, Bob. Minus two to Bob. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, Marcus. No, I've got no idea. Uh, played in the same team as Clayton. Jim, Petrarca. Correct. Back to one, Jimmy. All right. Who won the 2021 AFL Coaches Award? (laughs) Have a think about it. Jim, good one. Coaches Award. Player. Oh, player. (laughs) Bob Petrarca. Minus one. Close, but no cigars. Jim, Oliver. Correct. <laughs> Hang on, Billy. Is I he allowed two goes? Yes, he is. <laughs> i got a feeling Oliver's going to read a few of these answers. Yes. <laughs> i got a feeling you're right. <laughs> so in the same year, who won Coach of the Year? Jim. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Mark, Correct. Mark, test your buzzer, will you? <laughs> so. <laughs> God, I know all these. I have no idea. <laughs> who finished second in last year's end of season ladder? Second? Last year, yeah. Bob Brisbane <laughs> Minus one oh, for Bob Jim Melbourne Correct <laughs> <laughs> Just have a go Mark Just guess anything You may think this is Melbourne It is actually Clearly it is But now no, we'll move on What year was the last final Essendon won And what final was it And who did they beat And for a bonus five points How Bob. much did they win by Bob, Bob 2000 Against Melbourne. Incorrect. That wasn't the last final they won. Jim, 2004. Correct. Against West Coast? No. I'm out then. Think about it. Who are we talking about? Melbourne. Melbourne. (laughs) Correct. Bob Melbourne. And by how many points? Must have been 100. (laughs) Clearly not. (laughs) 54 points. Five points. For five Bob, points. Bob, 54 points, Billy. Uh, Rob's out of it. Jim wins. <laughs> five <laughs> five points. I still got the Riddings, Ridding number here, mate. What is it? 42. Yeah, you're out. Five, <laughs> yes, it's, it's five points. Very good, mate. You don't want to think about it. <laughs> nah, I've had enough of this. <laughs> Obviously, Billy, we know a lot about Melbourne. Yeah, clearly, you don't. I thought it would have been pretty serious, pretty easy for you guys, but clearly it's not. But having said that, I predicted Jim to win, and he did. Yeah, and so <laughs> we did we, Billy. <laughs> so we, we all know, well, I know you break for Essendon, so who's your favourite player from your club that you've watched growing up? And don't say Dick Reynolds and John Coleman, because I know you're old enough, but not that old. So... <laughs> Before they jump in. Your favourite player? Tim. Tim Watson. Of course, it would be Tim Watson for you. Jimmy, who was yours? Well, Watson heard a standout, but I've got a soft spot for Ronnie Andrews. Big, bustling Ronnie Andrews. Look, I couldn't split Tim Watson and James Hurd. But if I had to pick one, it's going to be Hurdy. Hurdy, 
He yeah. did everything for us. All Ruck, right. Rover, everything. All right, so before we go on, we'll just go to a, an ad break and we'll be right back. So you're listening to Triple B Socials on Radio Karam. There you are, Mark. That's easy, isn't it? <laughs> well, he knew he's going to win the quiz. <laughs> Hi, I'm Freddie from Freddie's Kitchen. Let's get behind Radio Karam. Go, Karam. Welcome back to Radio Karam and Triple B Socials. Okay, let's get onto the hard-hitting questions. Not sure if you guys are aware, but in the last six years, three teams have continually dropped out of the top eight. Not the same teams, but three teams normally drop out of the top eight. Do you have any idea who may drop out of the top eight from last year to this year? Do you got any idea that you may think? It doesn't, well, you don't have to be right, but yeah. Bill, what, I, what are your ideas? I trust Bill with them. I... I've got the Bulldogs dropping out. As much as I love them, I've got them dropping out. And the other two, I think Frio or the Swans. I've got them lower down the ladder. Frio. Now. This, now that's a big call on Frio. I'm, well, I'm calling. all the other sides are good sides left there. The Frio playing all those home games. Yes, Billy, you did remind us that the other day. Good. Glad you listened. <laughs> I'm, I'm choosing Bulldogs and Frio as well. As oh, the two go. But that could change next week. <laughs> Mark, do you have any that you could think could drop out or not? Drop out of the top eight from last year. I don't even know who the top eight was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we'll get... That's a good answer, Mark. <laughs> so we'll get on to your top eight for this year. And um, can you give us a standout player from each team that you think will get them into, the, into that top eight? You want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Right. Billy, with pleasure. Thank you. I found the first three fairly easy to pick. But after that, really difficult. I've started off, Billy, you'll be happy. Melbourne, big year, big year. I can see that smile from here. Right? I'm Se- not smiling. And the player, I think the Grundy is going to make a big difference to Melbourne. Call, I think yeah. he's the one. I think he's good on the ground. He's good ruckman. So you're right there. Then I've got Brisbane. Now, this hurts me to say the player I think is going to lift him. It hurts. It's Danaher. He should be at Essendon, but, you know, we can forgive him. Number three, I've got Geelong. You can't leave them out the top three. They're a magnificent side. So I've got them third. Stewart, now, I think he's the key to their side, and unfortunately for Geelong, he got injured last night. He did, but, didn't he? Yeah, so <laughs> I've put the moz on Stewart. You have. Right? Number four, now this is the one I'd toss with. I've gone Richmond. I just think with the two midfielders they've got coming in, they're going to be hard to beat. Namely, Taranto. I think he's a gun footballer and he's going to lift that midfield. You've, next, put, a, you've put a card wash on my next question, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> next, after that, I've got Collingwood. Now, after watching last night, I think I should have had higher than six. They're looking really oh, good. It's only one game. And the player I love in that side, I think, is going to keep him in there is that Taylor Adams. I think he's a great, tough midfielder. I think he'll do well. After that, I've got the Blue Boys, Carlton. I, I think they'll be hard to beat. And Mackay, the full forward, I can't go past him. He's been the danger, the man to all sides. He's a great mark, good kick. Last but not least, oh no, it's two more to go, Frio. 
No, Frio, I love that Andrew Brayshaw. Hang on a second. I thought you had him out of the eight. <laughs> yeah, but he's changed yes. his mind. He's changed his mind. In a matter of five minutes, he's changed his mind. What I did was... Really good operator, this bloke. Billy, I thought you wanted three possibilities that go out. I only have one of them out from last year, to be honest. And the last one, believe it or not, is Sydney. He had them out as well, didn't he? <laughs> no, 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 no. Didn't he have them out? Yeah, po- possibility. No. Bulldogs, yeah. Oh, Bulldogs, yeah. sorry. <laughs> and I'll have them eight. Okay. That's it. Thank you, Rob. That's a pleasure, can you, Billy. Can you make some sense out of that, Jim, please? I can a little bit. I agree with uh, quite a bit of it, actually. I, I have Melbourne on top, and I think the Gorn-Grundy combination is going to be important. I've got Brisbane second. I think the forwards have to fire, Hipwood and Danaher, but I also think... Uh, Harris Andrews is a very important player for Brisbane. They wouldn't want to lose him. They don't have much height on their back line, so I think he's very important. Uh, Geelong, they're a very even side. They don't have too many weaknesses, and I think if, if you pick out a couple of players, it's Stewart and Cameron. I don't think they'd want to lose, uh, especially Cameron. He's a great full forward, and they wouldn't yeah. want to lose him. Uh, Col- I have Collingwood fourth. I think is in for a really big year, and, and that's, that's another club now with the... Uh, the new recruits, they're a very even side. They don't have too many weaknesses. And they play a great, great style of football. I have Richmond fifth. Um, all I can say about Richmond is they just... Uh, Richmond's Richmond, you know. They play that uh, helter-skelter type game and uh, it's very effective. Helter-skelter he's come up with. <laughs> Carlton next. <laughs> and too many movies. I thought that was a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carlton's next. And I, uh, with Kurnow and Mackay, you know, I can't split can't, those can't, two. Can't, uh, I have yep. Sydney seventh. Um, my only concern with Sydney is their forward line. I don't know how Buddy will go and he's Sam Reid. He's getting on a bit, Buddy. Yeah, I think that, that that's where I question them a little bit, but we'll see what happens. And I've got Port sneaking into the eight. Um, I think Rosie, Butters, Horn, Francis, I think that they'll give them a bit of a, bit of lift in the middle there. So that's my eight. Mark, do you have a top eight? Yeah, I've got a top eight here. And it is the top eight. <laughs> You're confident, Just are you? Yes, is that right? Yes, yeah. good. All right. One, Collingwood. Two, Geelong. Three, Carlton. Melbourne, fourth Melbourne. Yeah. Essendon, fifth. I love it, Marcus. I love it, Marcus. <laughs> Have you got yours upside down or something? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly he has. Fremantle, <laughs> sixth. Brisbane, seventh. And the Bulldogs, eighth. There That's the best eight I've heard here today. <laughs> Collingwood, happy on, with that Collingwood on top and Essendon fifth. Well, now, going on last night, Collingwood could well finish on top. Yes. <laughs> I think um, – I'm not sure about the uh, Essendon component, but never mind. He has true faith well, He has true faith in the Bombers. He's made Jim and I very happy. <laughs> yeah, he certainly has. Now, your grand final teams and who wins? Who's going to play off in the grand final and who's going to win? Predictions. Who wants to start off? Well, I've got Melbourne in there, and I think it'll be Melbourne and Brisbane, and I'll, th- I'll pick Melbourne. Good man, Jimmy. You can stay a little bit longer. Bobby? Well, Bill, I'll pick Melbourne as well versus Brisbane. We're the same, and I think Melbourne will win pretty easy, Billy. That'll make Tony happy. Yes. <laughs> Tony and Steve and yourself are going to be very happy this I'm year. I'm not sure about that. Anyway, Mark? Yeah, look, I've seen Collingwood play, and I think they might um, they might get the flag this year. Oh, thanks. He's, he's, well. spoiled the, he's spoiled the afternoon, hasn't he? That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, the scary part. We all think he's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sad part, Bobby. No, it is. <laughs> but we, we, don't, we don't want to give him that much credit, though. No, no. <laughs> okay. 
We've seen a couple of the Richmond players on a, on a downhill, like Koch, Rewalt, and even Dusty to a certain extent. So who, who do you think are the next A graders from Richmond that, that could get into a flag, if possible? I don't see them winning a flag in the next two, three years. It's my personal opinion. No, no, true. But who are the next A-graders that come up? Have you got any A-graders that can come up and replace the Cochins, replace the Rewalds? Yeah. Who do you have? Well, I think Amira, I watched the other night, and I've been watching him last year. He's a great footballer. I think he's an A-grader. I mentioned Taranto. I think he could end up an A-grader. He's definitely great. And Bolton is the most exciting player in the league, in my yeah, opinion. But he's, he's but been playing for a few years, but go on. Okay, I I'll, I'll take that on board. I think he's another A grader, but he needs to be more consistent. Okay. I'll just put in one. Um, Gibkus is going to be a good player Gibkus, for Richmond. Okay, he's yeah. out injured, but he's going to be a good, be good defender. Good yeah. Lovely. Okay. Now, just going to change a little bit here. I heard a listener on the, ringing on the radio during the week stating that to have a formula uh, for teams to be successful and win a premiership, they have to have, listen to this, have a have two gun backmen, two gun forwards, and a gun midfield. Oh, really, Captain Obvious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously? You can't argue with that. You can't no, argue no. with that. That's pretty logical. But anyway, okay. So we'll move on. Brownlow medalist for two thousand and twenty-three. Who do you think and why? Possibly. Well, I'm going Clayton Oliver. I mean, um, he always polls well and uh, usually injury-free. Injury He's going to be in a side that's going to win a lot of games. I know he'll lose votes to fellow teammates, but... Um, I think it's going to be interesting how they're going to play that. Or well, listening to, to Goodwin and, and all the other staff, they're talking about rotating through the midfield a fair yeah, bit. And yeah. I noticed through the practice matches, he, he was off the half-back for a while. So it's, it, it will be interesting to see if Clayton yeah. does, does poll votes this yeah. year. I'm not sure. But, but fair enough. Yeah. Bobby? Billy, I'm looking at... Took Miller. He had a great year last year. Yeah, where did he come Coast? last year? That's a very good question. He wasn't fourth, obviously. <laughs> no, he wasn't fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty but sure the, he was second, wasn't he? Yeah, that's right. But <laughs> the one sure. good thing about Took Miller, I tell you now, he won't have the players that take the votes off him like Melbourne. With their, what? They've got Lock that in, many. Lockie Neal? Gold Coast, uh, we're talking about. Oh, yeah, it's not like Brisbane. Yeah. Where are you, yeah, Billy? Yeah, Billy, where come am I? back. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's got a good chance. Fair call, fair call. Bobby's getting a bit smart, isn't he? Yes, thank you, Mark. Who have you got, Mark, as a, as well, a Brownlow medalist? I've got a winner here, I think. I've got um, Lockie Neal. Yeah. Who's he play for? It's uh, up north, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had him wrong. <laughs> See, north may get him later. If Clarkson gets his way, he might get him. <laughs> what about a Coleman medalist for, for, next, for this year? Coleman medalist? Well, to whoever stays injury-free, <laughs> for starters. Much, yeah. <laughs> I think the best forwards going around are Cameron, uh, Mackay and... Um, Kurnow. Yeah, Kurnow. And uh, there's another one I was thinking Lynch. of. Lynch, yeah. So, pick one. No, we'll have one for the end of the year. I'll go, uh, I'll go Lynch. Bobby? I've just checked my little notes there, Billy, and I've got Lynch. Both. And I know, Mark, you've, you're going for Kurnow, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you say Kurnow? Uh, he had Peter Wright, but uh, something's happened that he's changed his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Must be a spelling mistake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We know we don't like this to happen, but who do you think the first coach to be sacked this year, if any? First coach? Oh, I, I don't know if any will be, but if Gold Coast the- have a bad year, Stewie Jew will be gone, I reckon. Yeah. I'm worried about Port with Hinkley. Yeah, I, I've right. got a lot of time for Hinkley, but 
If he, they lose a lot of games early, he could be in serious trouble. He's my concern as well, Hinks, yeah. like, especially with um, their president, Gotchi. He's he, another Eddie Maguire, but it'll be a little bit ruthless. So mm. I think he might be, you know, if they don't have success early, he might be gone, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll just go along with you guys. Okay, good man. I thought so, he was going to say Kevin Sheedy. <laughs> <laughs> he's still around, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, he's still at Essendon. Don't worry about that, he's still he, there. He, pull, he pulls a lot of strings. <laughs> Talking about strings, should Stringer continue or retire? Your thoughts? I'll continue. Continue? Another year? Yeah, he probably didn't have two or three re- years. Two or three years he's gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Bobby? I agree with Jim there. I, I think he's got another two or three years. Look, we haven't got many other forwards down there at Essendon, so we're going to keep what we've got. <laughs> but the, the reason why I asked this question, I do remember growing up, there were players that went on for one or two years too long, and you always say, they've gone on for one or two years too long, they've gone on for one or two years on, and now you've changed your mind. <laughs> yeah, Lark and Jim were like that, Billy, I must admit. <laughs> All right, um, a controversial player in the AFL, Toby Green. Become a captain this year. Will he go through the season without being reported, you reckon? Yeah, I think he will. I think he's captain now. He's got the responsibility, and I think we'll see that. Good. Rob, you well, looking at me? I, I, Billy, I actually wrote down no, but I, I'm doubting myself because he gets white line fever. He might do something silly. So I'm changing my no to yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mark, do you have any thoughts on Toby Green being... Reported this year? Yeah, no, I reckon I reckon he'll go through through the, through the year. Okay. Any problems? Which player from your club are you expecting big things from this year, and who are you looking forward to to watch from your club or any other club? Oh, for me, it's uh, for Essen. It's uh, Sammy Draper. He's um, he's he's still pretty raw, but uh, he just makes me laugh. Yeah, he does. He's a bit he's, of a character. Yeah, he's yeah. good. I oh, love watching him. It's like we've written the same notes, Jim, because I wrote down Draper as well. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure he's written down Draper as well. And no, I'm pointing him. No, you haven't. No. But I did write down a couple of others, like yeah, McGrath, I think, could be in for a big year for Essen for an halfback flank, and Laverde is I've got a lot of time for. Could and what about, what about I've, I've heard in the grapevine Parish might be going? Where? <laughs> I've just heard in the grapevine. The look, he's uncontracted at the end of the year, isn't he? Correct, but we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> wait and see. That's, yeah. who, who's yours, Mark? If it wasn't Draper, who's yours? Oh, Tipper. I reckon he's going to come back strong, fast and keen. Got, got to get a game first, but then we'll see how we go. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any play from any other club? Yeah, just one play from other seven and 18 clubs? Anyone you got, you got in mind? Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching Toby Green at Giants. Now that he's captain, I, I think he'll, he'll have a big year. Yep. Bobby, do you have any player in particular? No. No, okay. You have no one in particular? Just, just Essendon all the way for you blokes by the sounds of it. <laughs> by the looks of it. All right, we'll move on. Okay, last year West Coast only won two games. I, I reckon they were let off the hook by the media. I remember when the, the good old D's only won two. They were sacking coaches, players. They wanted to merge. They were highly publicised. I reckon West Coast appeared to have gotten off rather easy over, over here in the heartland of footy. What do you reckon? What do you guys reckon? Are you going to get off easy? They probably have, but I think they had uh, a lot of injuries. Um, and for that reason, they got off lightly. But, gee, they, uh, if the same thing happens again next year, it'll be a different story. Yeah. Certainly will be. Not, and it could be another coach that could be yeah. on, on the brinks as well, possibly, if they don't yeah. have success. 
Uh, I actually agree with that, Jim, but I honestly think they, they got off lightly in Victoria, but did they get off lightly in their well, own it, state? You've got to look at that. I think they would have copped a hammer and over They possibly there, would have, but we, you know, over here, it's the heartland of football. We, they got, I, I felt they got off lightly. Anyway, that's my personal mm, opinion. Yeah. So we talk about Gold Coast, and what do they need to make the top eight? They've, they haven't, you know, they've been knocking on the door last year. How can they, what can they do to take the next step? Well, they need they need a fit and healthy Ben King up front, for starters, yeah. and I think they just need their younger players just to step up another level or two, and the and success will come. Do you think the lifestyle up there gets them, gets gets ahead of them a little bit up there up in the Gold Coast, living up in the Gold Coast? What are you, what are your thoughts on that? It would me, yeah, it would yeah, be, <laughs> especially a young bloke. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. There's a lot of Gold Coast players leave. Yeah. Why would you want to leave the Gold Coast? I've got no idea. <laughs> Listen, no you guys, all move from Victoria to the Gold Coast. Enjoy it. <laughs> okay. All right. The Bulldogs are going to play four talls in their forward line. How do you think that'll work uh, during the course of the year? I'm hoping it fails this weekend, but what are your thoughts on the four talls? I'm not sure if it'll work, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm not, but anyway, yeah. I'm just watching. We'll see. Yeah, I'm a bit concerned that you've got a great football like that Norton down there and is Lobb going to get in his way going for marks and that? That's that's, that would be my concern. And that when the ball hits the ground, who's going to get the ball? So I have concerns whether it'll work, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. I think, yeah, it's great concerns, but, but you, know, you never know. We'll have to wait and see. But like yeah, I said, interesting. I, I hope it fails uh, tonight. All right, this question was asked on radio during the week. I'd, I'd like your response. It's not on your list, don't worry. <laughs> Which coach out of Lyon, Clarkson and Brad Scott will get their side into the top four first? I'll go Lyon. Bobby? Well, listening to my uh, friend Mark over there, it's obviously going to be Brad Scott. He's got him in this year, so it's going to be next year. We're back in, Marcus. <laughs> I've got Brad Scott. Yeah. Now, I just, I just want to, I just want to put yes. a little damper on you blokes. Do you realise Brad Scott has never had a side in the top four? That was, yeah, not, not next year. There's always a first time, Billy. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, just putting it out there. He hasn't got a side in the top four yet. And you two blokes, Listen. you two learned colleagues, have got him in the top four. Uh, Jim, what are, you, what are you shaking your head for over there, Jimmy? Well, I expected those answers, to be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> no, exactly, mate, exactly. All right, this part wasn't asked, but I'm going to ask you guys, out of those three, who, who will be the first sacked? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to be around for 10 years probably. Well, not, maybe not that long, but they're going to be around a long time. I wouldn't have an, any idea. Yeah, no. I'm thinking lying. <laughs> he, he likes to change. <laughs> he, he, he came to my mind as well, to be quite honest. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts, Mark? Or you? Uh, well, I'll stick with lying because I can't remember what the other two were. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, is there a memorable game besides premiership games that have, have stood out for you guys that you've been to? Look, I've got two, and I'll mention them if, if you don't mind. My yeah. first one is, and, and in fact, both of them, Four of us were there, I'm pretty sure. Richard Rob was one of them as well, both of them as well. But anyway, first one, I think you'd guess, uh, the 1987 preliminary final when when Jimmy just walked across the mark and uh, Bucky got that extra 15 minutes and yeah. sailed it through and put Hawthorne into the premiership, uh, not premiership, sorry, into the grand final. And, and you guys laughed at me while, when I went to my knees crying, as a grown man crying. 
on, the, on and what we named the Wailing Wall, which, if you remember <laughs> rightly, you guys a remember few years, very well. You yes. guys a few years earlier were in the Wailing Wall when uh, Fitzroy put you out of the finals <laughs> race as well. Uh, my second one was. It wasn't at the actual game, but it's getting to the game. And for some reason, Lakeside Oval comes to mind, but I don't think it was Lakeside Oval. Why would Essendon be playing Melbourne at, at Lakeside Oval? But anyway, it was at a car park. I was driving through the car park. You were passengers, and this, this guy cut me off. And I started abusing at him, abusing him. Abusing him, sorry. Junction Oval. <laughs> Junction Oval, was it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I thought the it was. Fitzroy home That's ground. right, yes. And then um, who, who, who walked out? Ronnie. Big, bustling, running Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> and I absolutely crapped my pants that day. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't I, you know, I kept quiet for quite a while <laughs> and you guys laughed at me. But those two games are pretty memorable to me. You guys got a game? Oh, look, one of the highlight games for me, I'm going back to 81. And I might need the help of a few stats with Jim, but Essendon, I think, won by a point against Carlton at Princess Park. And Neil Danaher was sensational in that last quarter. From memory, Jim, I think he kicked two goals. Kicked the last two, yep. Yep, and we got it won by a point. But on the whole day, there was We were 26 points down at the uh, end of the uh, 22, 23-minute mark or something. But I don't know if Jim and Mark remember this. I used to always take my tranny, my transistor... To the radio to listen to my other passion, the races. Well, one time I got that excited, I leapt up near and Essen got a goal, and out fell me radio, smashed on the ground, and I thought, oh my god, what am I going to do now? I can't listen to the races and all that. But a funny thing happened later. I looked on the ground, and here was this little roll of money. I picked it up. There was about twenty dollars there. That bought me the new radio. And I said, that <laughs> you was magnificent. You didn't think you were handing it into somebody? No. no a, clearly not. No. <laughs> we're in the outer <laughs> of Princess Park, Billy. <laughs> fair, fair call, fair call. And uh, also the memories of that game, I don't know, Jim and Mark remember, it was such a tough game. There was fights everywhere. Now, some of the players we had there were like Ronnie Andrews, Merv Nagel, and Carlton had some tough boys there, that Peter Bazasto and a few of these. It was absolutely sensational game, but tough. Jimmy? I got one, yes, in a game that I uh, I remember, and uh, this seems to get, get forgotten with great comebacks. But you may remember this one, Bill. Yeah, thank you. 1992. <laughs> yes, I've got a funny feeling this one's going to come into my Melbourne, memory. 42 points up at three-quarter time. They kicked the first goal the last quarter. Excuse me. At this point, I wish I hadn't asked this question. <laughs> <laughs> they were 48 points in front, and we've got up a one by a point. Gavin Wanganen kicked yeah, the winning goal. Enough said of that game. I can't forget that one. <laughs> yeah, thanks for bringing that oh, in. Oh, that's a good memory, Jimmy. Thanks, boys. I've got, I, I got one more, actually. No, no. Oh, there's one more. All right, go on. There, there was a preliminary final. Essendon versus Adelaide. These two boys, half-time, we're getting thrashed. 40 points. These two blokes had given up. So what I've done, I've gone downstairs. In those days, I liked to smoke. I had a smoke. I grabbed a beer. I walked around. I thought, Bobby, what can you do? We've got to do something. So I come back to these two blokes, right? I said, okay, Mark, you're sitting in that seat. Jimmy, you're over there, and I'm in the middle. Positional change. Good coaching and move. And I'll tell you what, to this day, <laughs> that move won the game. <laughs> Worked. I'm sure Kevin would have uh, appreciated that. Do you have a memorable game, Mark, at all? Oh, look, just the first grand final we went. Fair, we, yeah, nah. we probably in the lower 20s, weren't we? Yeah. 20, yeah. 21, something like that. And after we won the flag, we all had tears in our eyes and, and everything. And so, you, never, you never forget the feeling. No, nah, you don't forget that one. No. Nah. So I guess 
I got a funny feeling. I know why Mark and Jim Barrick Wrestling, by the way, viewers, Mark and Jim are brothers. Um, just refreshing my memory, why, why Essendon? I've got an idea, but... Well, we lived in uh, Pasco Vale yeah. South at the time. Um, we used to walk to the ground and I th- Dad used to take the two of us to the footy and yeah. that was the easiest yeah. ground to get to. And uh, that's, that's Yeah, I thought that was the case. But, yeah. but Dad Bobby, was a Collingwood supporter, so, um, you know. <laughs> Good. But Bobby, I've got no idea why you followed Essendon. I actually had two uncles that buried for Essendon, Billy. So I followed okay. in their footstep. They took me to a couple of night games, believe it or not, and that's where it started. All right. All right, let's just go to an ad break before the next lot of hard-hitting questions and we'll be right back. You're listening to Triple B Socials on Radio Karen. Don't worry about a thing Because Atticus Health will make you feel all right don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry about a thing don't worry. Because <laughs> Atticus help will make you feel all right. Okay, we're back on Radio Karen listening to Triple B Socials with Jim, Mark and Rob. All right. Not only do we think we're so-called footy experts, we also think we're rock god wizards. Between us, none of us can play an instrument nor hold a note. We think we can, but... Uh, it, it got brought up yesterday at lunch that we were booed off a, a karaoke stage, so clearly we can't <laughs> hold a note. Yes, very um, good singers. <laughs> to make it a little bit easier, I'm not going to ask you just for one of your favourite bands or, or, or artists. I'll ask for three. So I'm pretty sure I know two of Mark's. Yes. Uh, Jimmy's, he changes so often I've got no <laughs> idea at the moment. And as far as Rob goes, well, every song that used to come on the radio, he would say, that's my favourite song of all time. <laughs> that is so true, Billy. <laughs> so I've got no idea who he's... The count is up to 811. <laughs> I tell you now, Billy, even Linda would laugh at that one. That's yeah. so I've got, true. I've got no idea who he's going to pick. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. So let's go to the obvious ones. Let's go to Mark. I know Mark's first two. Go on. Who, who, are yours, who are yours, Mark? Yeah, well, I'm an old blues man, so I'll stick with the, um, the blues. Doors and, uh, and Canned Heat? Yeah, Canned Heat. Who's your other one? Was it Nick Cave, I believe? Yeah, Nick Cave. Yep, yep good. All right. I'm going to leave Bob to last, Jimmy, because he's <laughs> going to really shock me. <laughs> he's going to shock all of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I actually found this the toughest question of all, trying to pick three out. I originally started with a list of about 20, and then I thought, crikey, am I going to pick that three doesn't, out That doesn't list? surprise me, to be quite honest. <laughs> and then I thought, what am I going to do? And I thought, well, which, which, which of these do I still listen to today and enjoy just as much? And I've got three in the end. Talking Heads, still yeah. great band. The Cure, yes, and the Smiths, yes, they're the three. All of my still listen to. I, I listen to those as well. But just to interrupt uh, before Bobby's, I want to leave Bob to last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my three Bob's worth in, but my three, my three, uh, and I guess you, you guys would know. Obviously, Jethro Tull was one. 
Midnight Oil and Led Zeppelin are my three favourite of all times and I still listen to them and get a buzz out of. Mm. Now, th- hang on, drum roll. Bobby? I didn't like any music. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he was into poetry. <laughs> I started off with, I liked the Beatles when they first came. So I'm talking very young when I liked the Beatles. Um, the Bee Gees, I actually loved their music. And Bob Dylan would be my favourite of all time. I thought he was going to say Rodney Rude or... Uh, <laughs> and Billy, I did have Led Zeppelin, but I crossed it out and changed that with Bob Dylan. There you go. There you go. So out of those three, or yeah, each, of, each, of, each of us, um, can you pick a song from each of those artists that you, you, you still listen to and love to listen to? Oh, shit. For you, Mark, I'm pretty sure it would be Can't L.A. Woman. Uh, yeah, L.A. Woman. That's and Can Do would be... Um, on the Road. On the Road again. And what's your, what about Nick Cave? Nick Cave... That's all right. We'll get to that one shortly. Jimmy, your three. Um, with the uh, Talking Heads, uh, I used to. I love the Lady Don't Mind. Mm-hmm. The Cure um, is just like heaven. And I would. I would have thought uh, the love song would have been yours, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I like that too. I liked a lot of them, but uh, just like heaven is probably my favourite one. And uh, probably one of my favourite songs of all time, The Smiths, is. Um, oh, I've <laughs> got a blank spot it's uh oh there is a light that never goes out okay yep <laughs> this is going to be interesting bobby <laughs> just turn the bloody light out <laughs> <laughs> oh well from the Beatles, it was something from the bgs i gotta get a message to you i don't even know if you guys know that song but it's a beautiful song bob dylan <laughs> blowing in the wind yep okay yep very good, Bob. You've surprised me today. Yes, that's that's what I wanted. Uh, <laughs> my three are pretty obvious for me, I, and you know, you'd know them all. Um, Aqualung, uh, and um, yours. Uh, back on the borderline from the Head Injuries album, and my favourite Zeppelin song was Cashmere from the Physical Graffiti album. There you go. So, is there one band or concert that you haven't been to and would have loved to see in their prime? Beatles, probably, I suppose. Yeah, fair, it's fair call. Yeah, we never saw the Beatles. They were big. No, I would, would have loved to have seen a Doors concert live. Oh, I'm actually with Mark because obviously I put down Beatles as one of yeah, my favourite. Yeah. I, I would love to have seen the Beatles as well, actually. Yeah, mine would have been an, a Zeppelin album uh, concert, sorry. All right. This may shock you, Bill. I actually went to the Led Zeppelin concert when? at Kuyong very early how on. How come I didn't go? You were too tight and didn't want to pay. That's right. <laughs> Fair call. That, that's, that's the answer, Mark. Fair call. <laughs> All right, let's get it off me. I know that none of you can cook, <laughs> but if you can invite three rock stars or footballers, dead or alive, to a sit-down meal in a restaurant, who would they be and what cuisine would it be? Go on. Well... I've mixed mine up a little bit, not necessarily rock stars or football yeah. stars. That's okay. Ronnie Andrews, because he was one of my favourites. Alexander the Great. Yeah. And Shakira, because I reckon she's hot. <laughs> fair call. <laughs> that is a fair call, basically. Bobby? I've got three. They're all footballers. I've got Lee Matthews. I want to have Lee Matthews. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Go back to Jimmy. What cuisine? What? Oh, Thai food. Thai food. Okay, sorry. 
So I'll, I'll start off. I'm, I'm going to invite Lee Matthews. Lee Matthews. I, I, I think he's one of the great footballers I've seen, but also he played in that tough era of the 80s. So I want to hear what he's got to say about the Essendon and Hawthorne games, right? Marcus over there, the radio station then, is, is interested in this. <laughs> and the next bloke who got... I love this bloke, a real country man. But he was captain of Essendon. Terry Danaher, he's got to be there, right? I just love his humour, sensible. The other bloke I'm having is Neil Danaher. Now, I don't care if Neil... He's got his struggles. He can't say anything, but I can see that little smile. There's Terry and Leah talking away there. It'd be magnificent. But Billy, we're not going to go to a restaurant. Where are you going to go? You're, gonna, you're, we're, you're we're, not cooking, are you? No, we're going to go to a little country pub. We're going <laughs> to be in the bar. We're we going to drinking lots of beer and having a good time, and we might have a roast. And that's it, Billy. <laughs> Tipping there could be a bit of a problem with Lee Matthews and 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 um uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, I've got a mental Terry. break all of a sudden yeah, with Terry. Terry there at the same time yeah, oh, yeah. after a few beers. That could be interesting, Billy. That's could, what could I'm be, hoping. Could be very interesting. And I need to have a go at Matthews for breaking our bloody point post out at Windy Hill too. <laughs> <laughs> let it go, mate. Let it go. All right, just going to play a game from another podcast that I listen to. So why reinvent the wheel? During the week, I sent you a, a top 40 chart from the 5th of August in 1972. I've got to be honest, I really struggled to find three good bloody songs. So, and, and now I know why we never bought singles and we only bought albums uh, during the year. So, because most of the bands that we liked didn't feature in singles. So, it's basically, I want to ask you uh, your three worst songs out of that top 40 chart and three favourite songs. We'll go one at a time. But, but firstly, if you look at if you look at the uh, top 20 albums chart, you'll see what featured number one in that, in that week. And you can look at it. It is number one, Thick as a Brick, Jeff yeah. Rotel. Lovely. Number two, yeah. Machine Head, Deep Purple. Ooh, then you've got Exile on Main Street, Rolling Stones, uh, Harvest Neil Young, Cat yep. Stevens, Teaser and the Firecat. Uh, then we've got uh, Credence Clearwater Revival, Humble Pie, Sound... Um, Graham Nash and David Crosby and The Faces. And none of them featured in any of the singles except for The Rolling Stones, as you, as you well saw. So. Billy, can I say they're all favourites? <laughs> no, you're not saying another word. So I'll, I'll start the ball rolling and I'll let you know what, how, how, how this game works. So my third most hated song out of that, and let me tell you, they're all not that good for me, but my third hated song was the number one, the number one song, Puppy Love by uh, Donny Osmond. Now, if you're going to name a song Puppy Love, I'm not going to like that song at all, all right? So as I said before, I found it really hard to find three good songs out of this uh, Top 40 chart in that, in that year. But my third favourite was, let me have a look at my list. Uh, yeah, it was T-Rex's Metal Guru. It was number 12 on that on that chart yeah, now good group good group yeah it wasn't it wasn't the type of music i liked but like i said i really struggled to find three good songs in that list so that was my third favorite bob uh, well billy i had as hater i don't like was puppy love i must admit good do you want the other ones no no uh, the third the third third favorite now third favorite would have been vincent where was that on the list? Right down the bottom. Oh, yeah, number 40 by Tom, uh, Don McLean. Didn't you look that far down, I did Billy? Look down, I, did, <laughs> I, did look, I did look that that far down, sorry. Jimmy? Well, there was a lot of worse ones to choose from. Yeah, there was. It was, it was. My third worst was Daddy, Don't You Walk So Fast 
How can you have an effing song like that? <laughs> <laughs> Careful. <laughs> so that was my third worst. Yep. My third favourite was, um, I had to choose this one because uh, it's my wife's favourite song, Everything I Own by Bread. Okay. All right. All right. My second most hated song on that list was Red Back on the Toilet Seat. Once again, why are you naming spiders in your, in your, in your, in your songs? <laughs> okay, that was uh, number 18. And unfortunately, Aussie, Slim Newton, I'm so, No, is he? Yeah, Aussie, yeah. Slim Newton, I'm sorry about that, but that was my second worst song. My second favourite song, or best song out of, out of that, was... I wasn't a big fan of the Rolling Stones, but I, I did like some of their music. But this one, uh, number 25, Tumbling Dice from Ro- the Rolling Stones. That, that's, that was my second favourite. Very good. Yours, go, Rob. Um, I didn't like Rock and Robin as second worst. I didn't <laughs> like that yeah. song. Pretty <laughs> ordinary, yeah. Yeah, I really didn't like that. Uh, second best, it's a toss up here, but I'll go Wider Shade of Pale. Okay. I enjoyed it. Yep, no, it's a, it's a good choice. Well, my second worst was Rock and Robin as well. That <laughs> bloody awful song. <laughs> <laughs> it was. And my second best was. I actually didn't like this song uh, back in the day, but uh, my wife played it on um, karaoke a couple of times and I got to like it. It was Sylvia's Mother. Okay, yeah, I didn't like it and I still don't. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Leslie. <laughs> All right. Um, my most hated song on this is you're, you're renowned as one of the best songwriters in the world. Paul McCartney, John Lennon, right? Paul McCartney. Yep. Wings. Why on earth... Would you write a song, Mary Had a Little Lamb? It's a bloody nursery rhyme, for Christ's sake. <laughs> hey, seriously. You're the best songwriter in the world and you choose a song, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Obviously, they were having a bad day. <laughs> clearly, clearly, they had a bad day. That was my, my most hated on that, on that list. Uh, my favourite on that list, uh, once again, number 24, Procol Harum, Whiter Shade of Pale. Like I said, it was, it was very difficult to pick three good songs. Yeah. In that, in that list. They're right. So yours, Bob? Uh, my favourite one was Hurting Each Other by The Carpenters. I used to like that song. And this, this is why we never mixed together. That's <laughs> right. The, the different <laughs> tastes. And another one I didn't like was Rocket Man. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree, I agree on that like one. That. Yeah, okay. My most hated there is definitely Puppy Love. I don't think I've ever heard a worse song in my life. And the best songs, same with you guys, Procol Harum, yeah. What a Shade of Pal, by far the by best. Far. In that, in that, in that yeah. exactly right. Yeah. All right, I'm going to change the topic again, once again, because this is what I can do. So, what is the one thing people may be surprised to find out about you guys, about you in particular? Rob, let's start with you. Let's, let's start somewhere else, Billy. I haven't even thought about that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> you've, well, you've come, excuse me, Jim. You've come well prepared. <laughs> you, you got all your notes there, but, you, but well, you're not prepared for that one. Sorry, I left that note. <laughs> <laughs> well, after knowing each other for so many years, there's not many things we don't know no, about each no. other. That's so true. the only thing I can come up with is you probably don't know that I regularly sing karaoke with my wife. Dude, regularly. Dude, let me tell you, from that sail trip all those oh, yeah, years ago, you that. must have improved a hell of a lot since not then. Not much. <laughs> Marcus, oh, I remember you, you mentioned this to me yesterday. Uh, and I did. Yeah, you did. Let me tell you, uh, he told me this yesterday and I, I had no idea. Do you remember that Mark won a best and fairest at school football? 
No, I no idea. No. Unless he's lying to me, no, but no. no. But I, I do remember he, he did win I one he at, did, at, actually, at, yeah. at the Oakley Districts. He won yeah. a, a BNF there, so he's got a few up on, on us on, on being best and fairest on us yeah. on us guys here. Bobby, have you thought of anything, mate? Yeah, well, I guess I love gardening. I enjoy out in the garden. <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Linda, did you hear that? Linda, did you hear that? Uh, no, Linda knows that's true. He's taking and, it a bit too far now. And, yes. <laughs> and the other passion I have is I love my animals. Now, I guess you would all realise that with dogs I love animals, but yes, that's the other passion of his animals. There yep. you go. All right. Do you have a favourite quote or saying? Quote or saying. I heard one the other day that I thought was quite good, and it was, uh, the only people who will see the end of wars are dead. Very deep. Very deep. Very deep. Very deep. Bobby? Billy, mine's here. I love my races, and I have a bet every week, right? We know that. And Linda said, there's one saying you say all the time. I think this one is going to win, right? <laughs> that's that's similar. Take me, Billy. It's probably one out of 20 that actually win. <laughs> that's, that's similar to, the other, to your rock songs. Oh, that's my favourite song of all time. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> um, what makes you happy in life? Oh, just my family, Fam- my yeah. friends, good health and happiness. Happen- yeah. Yeah. And Essendon winning. Yeah, yeah, okay. that, that helps. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. Mine's the same. same so yeah. Seeing it's family much, and friends yeah, healthy friend, yeah. and um, a good holiday. Yeah. And when you consider like us four and there's also another six of us, you know, there's about, uh, the viewers, there's about 10 or 12 that we see each other regularly uh, and we're all pretty close and, you know, we've, we've spent a lot of time together and that all makes us very happy when we catch up and on a regular basis. Very true, Billy. All right. I know the answer to this, so I'm going to answer it for you guys. The first job you ever had, it was the first job you got after school, all of you. So, Correct. <laughs> yes, yes that's very easy, Billy. <laughs> and you all retired after that for one job. So admittedly, you all made good, and, and you did make a good career out of it, so you did well out of that one job you had for 40-odd bloody years. Yes. You don't like change, you blokes. <laughs> that's right, we don't like change, Billy. That's very obvious. True. All right, another, another one I know the answer to. And let me have a crack at this. The first car you owned, do you remember? Do you remember it? Because I do. Now, let me have a crack. I'll, go, I'll start with Jimmy. Jimmy, you had a, a blue HQ sedan, correct? It was H-something. It was a HQ. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Marcus, the HR Brown station wagon. Correct. And we travelled around Australia in that bloody <laughs> thing. <laughs> You've got to know that one. I can't forget that. We've got pictures of that. <laughs> now, Bobby's was a little bit tough. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking HR as well, sedan. Right on, Billy. That's it. White, white, white HR premium. That's that's right. Oh, oh, he had to go premier. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, <laughs> the bucket seats, Bill. That was important. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got a pretty good memory on that one. That's that was good. So, um, well which superhero would you like to be, and what power would you have? Mine's easy. Marine man, because I want to be able to finally go in the water and not be frightened of the water. I'm in there, <laughs> right? For, for, for all you viewers out there playing, this is a very odd, odd superhero for Rob because Rob hates swimming, hates water. So <laughs> that's right. And, and it's very odd. Yeah, <laughs> a very odd choice. I can for, conquer my fears, Billy. Yeah, you can. You, yeah, all in one. That's exactly right, Jimmy. Well, I would be any one of them so I can destroy Hollywood and prevent them making these bloody movies to start with. Controversial? Yeah. And I've only had one movie hero in my life, Evil Roy Slade. Evil Roy Slade. <laughs> 
Do you have any superheroes, Mark, or not? Yeah, I'd have um, Superman. Superman. And yeah. your power to fly, yeah? yeah exactly. All right. Nearly, nearly come to the end. Um, do you guys have a bucket list destination and what has been your favourite holiday holiday destination to date? And if you, if money was no object, is there one place you'd like to retire to? Okay. Well, mine, uh, my bucket list is Egypt. I'd love to see the... The pyramids and the Valley of the Kings and so forth. So it's a place I want to go to. My favourite place I've ever been to is Vietnam. Loved it. And if I had to live or retire somewhere else, it would be the Greek islands or the Philippines. Well said, Jerry. Bobby? Uh, mind, the bucket list is Antarctica. I've always wanted to go there. I think it would be incredible. Uh, one of the best holidays Linda and I have had together was Africa. I love the wildlife and everything and i still want to go back again i've been twice and i want to go a third time that's how much i enjoyed it and yeah the greek islands so i put down santorini just as a place but anywhere in the greek islands to be a wonder place to, to retire. retire okay yeah. Hmm. mark yeah look i'm with the greek islands too um so what can you say just can't say much more to that no. the greek islands win i have funny about three of us are greek <laughs> <laughs> and rob's a tryhard greek <laughs> Is there a series or movie that you can recommend? And what, if anything, are you currently watching? Well, at the moment, I'm not really watching anything at the moment. We're looking for something to watch. But I really like The Walking Dead, who Jim put me on to that as a series. I really enjoyed that. And one of my favourites was Vikings. I really enjoyed that. That was terrific. That went on forever, that, that series. It did. It was a long series, <laughs> a that one, Billy, but it was really worth watching, that yeah. one. Well, my favourite's Breaking Bad, probably. It's the best one I've ever watched. Yeah, and one, one I mentioned is underrated is uh, Black Sails. It's a pirate mm-hmm. series and uh, very entertaining. Um, currently watching just something different, a Korean period piece called The King's Affection. Okay. All right. Um, what, if anything, scares you? Does anything scare you in this world? Yeah. We could have said doing this radio interview, but that will let <laughs> It scared you yesterday, that's for sure. <laughs> but go on. Well, mine's, well, I mentioned it before, deep water. I've always had a fear of deep water, and it's never gone away. Mark and Rob when they sing. Now, that is the most frightening thing I've ever bloody heard. <laughs> I can't disagree I with, with that. Too. I can't disagree with that. I must admit. Mark, do you want to sing a tune now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we'll have to use a dump button if you guys start singing. Uh, and finally, what is the one thing in the world that you would like to see happen which would make you happy before you leave this planet? Well, I guess most people are going to say fairly similar. The world peace think, is yeah. what we all want. But I, I don't like the amount of money we're actually spending on the war effort and things like that. It should be put into poorer countries and help them out and give them machinery and training to help them get better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just... Uh I'm just into planet care, all yeah. the fauna and flora. I just think um, we've got to look after okay, the planet. planet. Yep. All right, it's coming to an end, guys. Um, it wasn't wasn't so bad, was it? No. no, was no thank good. you very much, Billy. It was yeah. so, it's been good. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks very much for for, for Thanks, coming man. on to our Triple B socials. Uh, Let's revisit the results at the end of the year and see how close you guys got. <laughs> yes. It'll be very interesting. I bet not very. <laughs> not very. <laughs> and maybe come again some other time you know, and, and discuss other topics if you like. So um, once again, 
Folks, don't, don't call us, we'll call you. Oh. <laughs> yes, thank you, Bill. He's taken over the show, this bloke. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, folks, make sure you uh, like Radio Karam on Facebook or Insta and keep an eye out for your favourite shows and, and when they're broadcasting. So check them out on radiocaram.org um, for more information about other shows on the station. Uh, this is Triple B Social saying thank you once again for listening and hope you enjoyed this week's show and hope to speak to you soon. And um, Hope you're having the time of your life. Thank you, folks. Good See on ya. You, Hello, my name is Dave Graney. I am an underworld musician of many years' standing. I'm here to ask you to tune in to my fellow traveller, my comrade, Radio Caram. Radio Caram.